This is the Oanda Podcast. You're listening to the Market Pulse Podcast with Oanda. I'm Johnny Hart, where we talk to Oanda senior market analysts across the world. And today we're joined by Ed Moyer in New York. Good afternoon from London. Hi, Johnny. How are you? Very good. Looking forward to a, a busy week. Let's start with what's happening where you are on Tuesday. And those midterm elections will have an important bearing on markets, won't they? Very much so. I think right now everyone is, uh, you know, early voting is is done uh, and there's expected to be a big turnout. Unfortunately, you know, it, it's a divided country. And uh, right now, I think what we're seeing is uh, the polls are suggesting, the polls have been wrong before, but uh, you have both bases pretty motivated here. And I think you're you're looking at the Republicans are, are probably going to take back um, at least the House. And uh, that means we will have a divided government going forward, which means when it comes time, uh, when this economy is in a recession and we have to decide what do we do, government's not really going to be able to have a big fiscal stimulus response. Um, in addition to that, uh, yeah, debt ceiling talks for <laughs> for next, uh, next year are going to be very divided and um, that will, will make it a lot more complicated. So, so I think you're, you're, you're going to see that this is probably not going to have an immediate reaction, major reaction, um, but I think it's still extremely important. And uh, one of the interesting um, races we have is going on in uh, Georgia, and, and that one looks like it could go into a runoff. So um, if somehow the Democrats are able to keep the House, which is still unlikely, um, it could come down to Georgia, which means um, you, you could see uh, a runoff race, which means we'd have to wait four weeks for the results. Um, so there's there's a, a lot of speculation here that this could be, um, you know, bad for markets because you, whenever we have that type of uncertainty, it's just it's hard for um, a lot of models to, to price in uh, certain policies going forward. So, so I think you, you're going to see that um, everyone's going to keep a close eye on that. But if the Republicans just win one, if they win the House, then I mean the, the Georgia runoff isn't as important. Uh, so I think that's uh, kind of where we're headed. Uh, but I. You know, I, I, I think, you know, everyone's going to be waiting to see when will we, we get these results. And uh, because there was so much early voting, um, you know, depending on the states, they have everyone's at different rules. So um, we, we might have to wait a little while to get get some of these results. Sometimes you can count the day of uh, or you have to wait until all the votes are casted. So um, we'll, we'll, we'll see exactly when we'll get those results. But um, I, I'm still expecting Republicans to um to have a, a victory um, with one of those chambers. And and, and uh, the market reaction is, is what's a little complicated. And that's where there's a, a big divide. Um, so I think, you know, to kind of in most simplest terms, uh, and you can make the argument that the opposite could happen. But right now, most economists, strategists, they're anticipating that if we do see the Democrats um, win, and uh, keep both chambers, uh, then that would likely be uh, dollar bullish, um, implying Democrats could do a bigger fiscal response down the road. Um, uh, also, you know, keeping that blue wave intact for President Biden. And I think that you're you're probably going to see that, uh, you know, the, you know, the most bullish reaction for treasuries would be if the Republicans took both chambers. Um, but that's, you know, and that would be better for risky assets and that would be um, um, better for 
pr pretty pretty much stocks, cryptos, uh, commodities. But uh, I think um, you're you know if you if you get that you know divided result where Republicans get the House and Democrats keep it keep the the, the Senate. Uh, I I think the the market reaction will be somewhat limited. But I think then the focus on the politics would then go to the debt ceiling, which is not for next year. But what the markets don't want is uncertainty. So um, a result either way uh, would be preferable, correct? Uh, very much so. I think we, we just want to be able to move on and then just focus on um, some of the more immediate pressing matters. Talking of pressing matters, on Thursday, we've got the latest inflation numbers with the CPI data coming out. What's expected? And there's nothing more pressing than CPI right now. I think this is what drives everything. This is what's uh, going to uh, be the key catalyst. I think that uh, you know, you, you, you know, all the all the market moves right now. It's it's all about inflation, inflation expectations. Uh, you know, the 10-year break-even rate uh, that's been kind of rising higher here, and I think you're you're going to see that. Um, you know, inflation is is expected to. Um, show some signs of improving here but it's still hot it's still hot um you know month over month uh we're we're going to see a 0.6 rise uh year over year the yeah, that's the one that most people focus on uh that's supposed to finally fall below eight percent to 7.9 i know some countries would would love to see inflation uh closer to the yates um or or even lower um but now i, I think you're, you're going to see that uh there there's expectations that the trend is in place um inflation is coming down demand destruction um, is going to be responsible for that some improvements with supply chain uh, problems that we've had um, are, are providing some extra relief there but I, I think you know in, in the end uh, this is this is still going to I mean for me it's still you know signals um, it's hot um, I think you're you're probably going to see that um, I think in investors here you know yes it's going to you know, we're going to see the support, the argument that the Fed can go at a half point rate hike pace, um, which they pretty much signaled. Um, I, I, but I, I think for 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 traders, you know, the um, you know the there's still you know a big focus on core, and I think uh, you're, you're going to see used vehicle prices. They're likely to restrain some of that core goods inflation. Um, but I, I think you know you're you're, you're going to see that. The, the production of like new vehicles that's not going to really improve i think to a few more, more months down the road so i think there's there's a there's a you know obvious improvements here um but you know I, energy prices keep on creeping higher and uh there's there's i think going to be a lot more um, um proof uh, over these next few months that inflation is stickier than expected um and and that's you know going to complicate what the fed does so i think uh, um, risky assets will will We'll um we'll see how if this is the report that you know makes makes people head to the sidelines because we've been getting a lot of bad news, lots of layoff announcements, a lot of them tech related, which um, in the big you know scheme of things, tech is only uh, like two percent of the jobs. Um, so I think you're for for the country. So so I think you're you're, you're going to see this inflation report is key. This is the you know the one of the key ones, but you know the Fed will have another inflation report before that December meeting. So we'll see uh, if we see some positive developments in the trend of defl defl inflation, and hopefully that's lower.
Finally, Ed, talking of risky assets, what is happening with cryptocurrency at the moment? Bitcoin has been uh, kind of still stuck around that 20,000 level. Um, it did, you know, tentatively breach 21,000. Uh, but it's it's still, uh, I'd say, no man's land right now. I think there's still, uh, you know, you, you, you have a market that is waiting to um, get further clarity on what's happening with inflation, what's happening with uh, the Fed, and uh, what, you know, are they going to um, have further evidence that justifies a downshift in, in, in tightening in. And I think um, the, the the expectations are growing that that will be the case. So, um, you know, crypto has has seen a tremendous resilience uh, throughout this this uh, last couple of months, especially. And, and I think you're, you're probably going to see a lot of investors here are becoming a little bit more constructive long term. Um, there's been more pain in the, the tech sector, uh, which did not really translate into significant losses for crypto. So um, I think there's there's still that optimism that Bitcoin and cryptos can continue to stabilize here. Uh, and if that's the case, then uh, I think, you know, it's it's good for the long-term hodler, but um, I think short-term though, you know, volatility should remain. Okay, Ed, thank you very much for joining us today. We'll speak to you again very soon. Thank you. This is the Oanda Podcast.